This hour sponsored by Ruptly, the video news agency. is NAB Show Live. Good afternoon, I'm Linda Rossner and you're watching NAB Show Live, brought to you by Broadcast Beat. And I have to tell you, I haven't seen much at NAB because I've been here and other places, but I did go to this truck and this is really an exciting topic. So. We are here to talk with the mobile TV group, 45Flex, on remote mobile production, IP end-to-end. And I'm thrilled to have Peter Wellner, if I pronounced that correctly? Pretty close. It was oh. Wainer. Wainer, okay. <laughs> Peter Wainer, who's Director of Engineering for Mobile TV Group, and Dale Canino, or is it Canino? Canino. Canino. You got it. Okay. Director of Technology for Mobile TV Group. So, first of all, if you can just tell me about yourselves and then let's get into about 45 Flex, what your responsibilities are and the company itself. Sure. Uh, I'm Director of Engineering. I'm kind of in charge of anything engineering related, kind of oversee 50 engineers. Um, we're a, a, a technology provider, so um, have a, a high level view of the technology that we're providing, um, engineering, and um, you know, kind of get the ideas going, so. Uh, okay, and. Uh, I work know? behind the scenes uh, on the de design side of the trucks with another gentleman named Terry Bray. Uh, he does all the hardware design, sets up all the consoles, the racks, and the gear. Once the wiring's in place and everything's wired up, I take over and do all the soft design, building the uh, router database, programming the switcher, programming the intercom, things like that, as well as I roll out with the truck for the first month or so to make sure that our engineers are trained and everything's going smoothly. Okay, so speaking about the truck, since I know our viewers, some may have been there, but probably most haven't, um, we're fortunate enough to have some footage of the truck, so shall we roll that first? Sure, sure that'd be great. Steve, shall we put that on? Thanks. So yeah, this is the outside of the, of the truck, so just for people that don't know, um, for a lot of events, um, there's not a studio available, so they roll a truck in and we put all the cameras out in the uh, stadium or arena or um, for uh, a temporary production. So we provide the truck and all the equipment to do the broadcast. <coughs> so. And that's a 53-foot mobile unit. It expands on both sides, five feet on one side and three feet on the other. So it's uh, quite spacious inside. Uh, I think people, the first time they're on trucks, kind of walk in and go, wow, this is, this is really big, so. Um. Here's our uh, uh, video shading area um, where uh, they'll you know, shade the cameras, make sure the, the iris is everything, it was set right. Here's the audio, which uh, the, we refer to as the A1, is in charge of everything audio related for the broadcast, would work in this room. And this is inside the truck, folks, which is, it's, it's amazing. And it's air conditioned, comfortable. Uh, what are we looking at right here? So this is back of, of uh, an EVS replay server. Um, what we're showcasing uh, in this truck is an IP 
2110 uh, end-to-end solution. Which we were just talking about. Yep, so um, we're just kind of showing the IP connections, which is done via fiber. Um, that's the uh, core router in Ebert's EXE, um, which is all IP in and out. Um, Some of what these slides are showing is just in, in this world, uh, we're fortunate to be able to get rid of the density of connections that was necessary in the past. Um, you'll look at the back of a 96 input 48 output switcher and you'll see 12 fiber connections. It's, uh -huh. oh, well, it's this pretty is, amazing. This is, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So what are we looking at here? Uh, that's a Leader 7600 uh, scope. It allows us to tune in multicasts and do packet analysis and, and look at our PTP and things like that. Wonderful. This is a shot of the replay room. Uh, where the replay operator would, would sit. How many monitors are up there? How many screens are up there? Um, Multi-viewers yes. between the A unit and the B unit, it's, it's uh, 54. If you count the actual uh, images themselves, I believe it's 424. And how many channels of EVS? Uh, each EVS XTV is a 12-channel box, um, so we can either use those um, all in one, eight in, four out, or we can break it up between two operators as two, four in, two out. Yes. There's four of those. And this is the layout of the truck, right? We wanted to get an elevated view yeah, so a, people can understand. What we refer to as a double expando, so it has two sides that slide out, right. expand, um, trying to give as much room in there as possible um, and still go down the road. Fantastic. Uh, do we have some more slides, Steve? Or Okay, great. We've got some more. Okay. Um, there's some, some more, there we go. That's the back of the EXE router, so that just kind of shows you how uh, sparsely yeah. populated it looks. That it, I mean, is amazing. Four times bigger than any router we've had in the past, but by switching and what's, to fiber. what's that? Uh, those are the multi-viewers. Multi yeah. Those are the Everts VIP 10Gs, all 2110 in and out. And you have a K-frame Grass Valley video switcher. We do, yeah. Um, we deploy that as a two-suite switcher, so we're able to bring our B unit up and run a secondary production out of there. Wow. That's, that's terrific. Uh, the slide before that was the back of the CCUs. We're, we're all Grass Valley on this truck. LDX 82s and 86s for Supermo. Uh, and here's another slide of the back of the uh, EVS. And basically what we're showing here is that there are no copper connections. It's all being done on fiber now. I, I was wondering what the significance of this yeah, was. Yeah, so usually we would, we would have uh, a copper connected to all those other connection, connectors there. So this is really the creme de la creme. I mean, this, this is fantastic. And not only that, we have a little bit of news because you folks won an award yesterday for Best <laughs> of did. Show. We, yes, we did. So I say congratulations and well-earned. Thank, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, Definitely an honor. So Mobile TV Group, you've been, you've been around for 25 years, mm -hmm. and you have about 35-plus mobile units. You provide services for over 4,000 events each year. I, I believe this is your first IP truck. It is. Um, you know, <laughs> what were the key factors in influencing this decision? Well, we've been following IP for probably the last three years, and um, there's been a lot of talk about IP, and everything's going IP, IP, IP. Um, and we've been staying in the conversation with the manufacturers to see, you know, when is the right time to get in? 
And um, because you know, we, we consider ourselves a technology company, we always want to be on cutting edge, and our, our clients want the, that cutting edge. And IP was a, something they knew, like IP, IP, I want IP. So um, we, we got to the point where we, we got all the manufacturers together, the core manufacturers in, in the truck that we normally use, and said, all right, is it going to be ready? Is it ready? Is it real? Um, and they're like, well, yeah, maybe, maybe a minute. So we um, asked them to say, look, this is our timeline. I think it's time to get into the game. Let's do it. Let's do this IP um, and, and do it. So um, it uh, gives us a lot of advantages with scalability. And, and we also know it's the future. So let's get in, let's get in it and make it happen. And that's what we do with this truck. How long did it take you to, to, to complete the truck, to build it and have it ready to go here at NAB? Our uh, average build cycle is right around five to five and a half months uh, to build both an A unit and a B unit. We do two a year, no matter what, two uh -huh. A units and two B units. Uh, this one uh, is a little bit longer. There's just a lot more that goes into building an IP infrastructure. Um, so uh, we, we think we'll probably be around the six and a half to seven month uh, range for the deployment on this, but we've learned a lot of lessons and the next one will be right back on schedule. You know, I think it's important for clients, potential clients, to understand the time frames so that they're oh, not disappointed. And, you know, everything might take a little longer and you might get lucky and it might be shorter, but it's good to, to let them know about all and, this. And one, th one thing to mention about our timeline, it is, it is a little longer than a normal truck, but one thing that we do that sets us apart is we we do the entire truck. We don't not only do the engineering and the wiring and everything, we, we also do, the, we build the racks in-house, we build the countertops in-house, we do the, put the, the uh, material on the wall and the flooring and the ceiling. We just, we, we control the whole process and that's end-to-end -end, uh, is that uh, six to seven months. And, and again, I have to say, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, uh, that was our, my next question about oh. the fact that you, <laughs> you no, that, that's fine. <laughs> Just that you, you design and fabricate and build and test your own trucks. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so isn't it easier and less expensive to have someone do that for you? It, it is probably a little bit less expensive to have people do certain parts of the, the, of the build. Um, but for us, we feel it's very important to control the entire process. I think, you know, w when, you, when you depend on other, other people to do things, it might not be exactly the way you want it, or you're, you're on their timeline. And, and we're building uh, as fast and efficiently as we can, so controlling the whole process is very important for us. Yeah, we, we call the truck 45 Flex, and we, we really take the flex part seriously. Um, what controlling the entirety of the process allows us to do is be flexible right up until the last moment, right before the truck is deployed. So if a client comes to us and says, you know what, I'd, I'd actually like to tweak this. I'd like this counter to move an inch to the left. Oh, wow. We can do that because we do everything ourselves. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, what, what was the biggest challenge in, in putting this together? I mean, you, you had to work with multiple manufacturers and you want to fully you know, implement products that are complying with the new SMPTE 2110 standards. So. So yeah, I mean, I have my, my, my challenges, and Dale has a separate set of challenges, I'm sure, but yeah. so my specific challenges are getting all the manufacturers together and work together um, to, to, to do this, because we were very clear with where he said, we want this to work, it has to work in a certain timeline, and there is no backup plan. You know, we, 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 we will not go back to, to baseband video, we're not going to put a converter in line, we're not going to, um, so getting everybody on board with that, 
and really to understand you know, what we were doing and what scope we were doing was, was very difficult. So, and, and I'm sure Dale had more. Yeah, what I were... actually completely agree. Get, getting all the, <laughs> uh, the manufacturers to play nicely together can be somewhat of a challenge, but we've, we've had great support from all of our vendors. Yeah. I'm wondering, were, were all the features uh, and, and functionality sort of 100% from day one, or are there going to be some limitations Sometimes there's updates, you know, you're waiting for updates or from one or more of your manufacturers. How's, how does that um, work? We're, we're definitely still constantly updating firmware and adding feature sets. Uh, some of the NMOS functionality isn't completely working yet um, in, in various parts so that we're having to do things like static multicast, which will be a thing of the past in, in just two weeks even. Or really? Um, but in order to be right there on the cutting edge or even a step ahead of it, you... Uh, kind of have to, you, you have to be able to work in a workflow that's maybe not ideal for a while so that you can turn it on when it's ready. Yeah. But from a client perspective, yes. they're going to walk into the truck, a truck that they're very familiar with, the user stations, everything in front of them is going to be what they are comfortable with, what they're accustomed to. And sure, from an engineering perspective, we're going to still be doing some updates and, and, and new features will come out and everything. But from a client standpoint and a user standpoint, it's going to be exactly what they've always had and, and, and are accustomed to. Yeah, it might be some added stress on us. It might give me great right. hair, but it shouldn't <laughs> to our clients. And it should be completely transparent. Yeah, because I would think that you know what your clients need, Absolutely. and you're going to make sure that those needs are met regardless. Yeah, there's, it's unacceptable for us to take a step forward in technology and have our client take any sort of step backwards. Right. It has to be the status quo or better, and that's... That's always our goal. Uh, just wondering about the ratification of SMPTE 2110 uh, and also the new IS4 and I ISO4 and ISO5 standards uh, working to benefit the NT MTVG and other companies in the future. What's, how's that happening? How's that going? So, yeah, ISO 4 and ISO 5 have been the, 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 the current challenge, getting that implemented in all the manufacturer's equipment. Basically what it means, it's, it'll be plug and play, right? So we can, <laughs> we can take a device, whether it be something on the truck or something a client brings in, like a, a, you know, a certain kind of editor or mach yeah, playback machine that they, that they want, where we can just plug it in 2110 and it connects to our network, knows what it is, and it all just works. Are we there right now? No, but we're getting really close to it. It's, it's changing by the day we just did a firmware update about 15 minutes ago that added ISO 5 capability to one of our devices in the truck. In two weeks, another one of the major core systems is gonna have ISO 5 capability. Um, so it's, it's funny in a way because a lot of the struggles that we've gone through on this truck are gonna just be a thing of the past on the next one. Um, but it's, it was, it's been a great learning experience and we're really looking forward to all the NMOS functionality being there. I would think it also uh, must be a real benefit to working with clients on a daily basis uh, as far as seeing their needs. Can you discuss that at all? Um, yes. Yeah, so one, one of the big benefits of, of Mobile TV Group is, one, we're constantly building. We do about 4,000 events a year, so we average 12 events a day. So we, we're getting constant feedback, which is great. Um, and then, you know, with building, you know, uh, multiple units a year, we can keep improving, improving, improving every single one, and we're learning and learning. So 
And you know, that's what Dale and I really work on real hard is getting that customer feedback, how things are working, and then we can change it in the next one. Uh, I'm just wondering, with this new truck, uh, did you build it in mind for a specific client? Um, well, we, we're in a, a, a build cycle where we typically, when we start the truck, we don't know who, who's going to get it. Oh, so really? Okay, because wow. Of, because of the size of our fleet and, and the time going into it, um, we know we, we are in a constant uh, refresh cycle. So uh -huh. our older trucks, they will retire those in the, in the replacement. And then some trucks are, are going to uh, new and potential business. So a lot of times we, we start it, we don't know. So um, we, we, we start off making it very general. And then if we know the client, then we'll start tailoring a little bit towards their needs. It's important to us to constantly refresh our fleet. So our, our contracted clients are on a cycle where they're constantly, you know, like maybe not constantly, but every six years or so getting a, new, a completely new mobile unit, keeping the technology fresh. Um, that's very important to us at Mobile TV Group. I'm just wondering, uh, and I'm, I'm sure you said it earlier in the show, how many trucks do you have in your fleet right now? Uh, 37 total units. I believe it's 25 A units, so units that can operate by themselves, and then 12 uh, B units. I hope those numbers are right. If not, it's really close, <laughs> I promise, but it's not really my division. It's approximately, yeah. Yeah, boy, that's, that's, that's important. Um, are you working on another IP truck for your next mobile unit? Absolutely. 40, 45 is here on display. 46 is already in the shop um, under construction. Um, and uh, 47 is right behind that. So con we're in a constant build cycle. Is there anything that you do differently uh, from, you know, with the next truck thanks to what you've learned from, from this one? Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're constantly learning and, and improving. Any, anything specific that uh, you can discuss? Um, you know, without throwing maybe a vendor under the bus, I, I don't <laughs> no, want to get into the details. I mean, there, there, and I'm joking, but there there were a lot of uh, challenges um, that it's it's just now we know. You know, it, it right. maybe some things that took us a week to figure out initially in the okay. 2110 world um, is now it's going to take. 10 seconds to do it, but you have to sit there and you have to go through with your vendors and, and, and figure out what the limitations are. And once we surpass that once, then going forward, it's, it's you know, you just load some files, it's plug and play, you have the settings, everything's ready. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite parts of my job, is really because we're in a constant build cycle and we're always on the, you know, edge of new technology that, you know, I'm like, we can be in 45 and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I know we're going to do this a little bit different next time, a little bit different. You know, so it's a lot of little tweaks here and there. Sure. And we're just in constant, trying to constantly improve. Yeah, everything you see in, in 45 is because of 44 and 43 and 42. Right, right. Um, we, we always take those lessons to heart. Well, for 25 years, it seems. Mm -hmm. It yeah. seems so. You know, we have someone here working on our crew, T. I don't know where he is, but when he's not doing this, he's usually in a mobile truck working on on different games and whatnot, so awesome. it's, it's very okay. exciting. Oh, Steve, I'm sorry, not T. <laughs> I'm getting this wrong. Steve in the control room. Okay. Steve, where are you? Can we show up? There's Steve in the control room. He's usually in those mobile trucks. <laughs> Great. Great. Uh, any last, last words? I'm afraid we have to wrap it up. Is there anything that you want to uh, emphasize or state that we haven't yet discussed? I mean, I know we haven't discussed a lot, but. Sure. 
I mean, well, thank you for having us. First off, it's, sure. it's really our pleasure to be here. This is oh, fun. It's wonderful to have you. Yeah, then thanks for having me. We're, we're very excited to talk about what we're doing. We think what we're doing is, um, you know, uh, groundbreaking to some extent, and um, we're enjoying getting it out there and letting everybody know that 2110 is, is, is real. We're making it work and, and, and happen. So. It's wonderful because here we, before, talked to the, the people that were helping in, in executing it, and now here you are as well utilizing 2110. So It's real. It it's not smoke it's, and mirrors. Come it, out to the booth, OE2000. <laughs> absolutely. OE2000. Yeah. Uh, Flex 45, it's fabulous. I, I have to tell you, if you have an hour left to go in and see it, you won't be disappointed. So that's it, and I want to thank you all for joining us for NAB Show Live, brought to you, produced by Broadcast Beat. This is Linda Rossner. Have a great show. We're almost T-minus one hour. Have a good afternoon. This hour sponsored by Ruptly, the video news agency.